0: Have you ever had a futures bet? Have you ever had one that uh, is going to last four or five, six months maybe on a horse or on a sporting event or whatever? Well, the bloke we're talking to has done just that. He's had a decent old whack and he's had to wait 14 years uh, for a return on his investment. I'm not even sure if he thought he'd ever get his, uh, his money back, but he went on a whim like a lot of punters do and it's paid off and it's become one of the big stories uh, in the world, particularly around cricket and around betting anyway. Uh, so we're going to go to uh, a little town called Redditch uh, in England, in the UK. We're going to the Cricketers Arms Pub, where the publican uh, there is uh, goes by the name of Tim Piper, a uh, very popular publican, I'm led to believe, and a real character. And it's a good evening to uh, Tim over there. Uh, Tim, I just wonder, have you rung the bell for last orders yet?
1: Uh, I'm actually back home now, and I've left my barmaid. In charge because I've been doing interviews from seven o'clock this morning, and I've this... come home to have a chill and chat to New Zealand radio, straight television, whatever we're on. Uh, it's been an amazing day, Ian, absolutely wonderful. Uh, I never dreamt that it would be this popular. And people are in the pub come up to me saying, Tim, it's big in America, India everywhere this is australia they got the friends messaging them saying what the hell has happened here in redditch so it's absolutely <laughs> massive ian
0: <laughs> it is massive tim take us back it, to how it started then tell us the story
1: what it is here and i was a decent cricket player myself i played in the birmingham cricket league for redditch and uh I was a quick bowler myself, well, quick at my level. And I played with um, Phil Tung, who happened to be Josh's dad, and also played with the uncle, Brian Powell. Decent sports people. And uh, Phil Phil was a decent cricketer himself, good batsman, good eye, good fielder. And uh, he, had, he had one son, and then he had Josh 25 years ago. And I was friends with Phil outside of cricket as well. We were quite good mates. And every now and then I used to go and visit visit the family home and see how the kids were getting on and then he must he was born in the october so it must it must have been in the summertime he must have been probably two and a half then i wouldn't say one and a half two and a half and i can hear phil in the garden get forward shouting all the i he talking so i've gone in the back garden this little dot of a kid he's he's got to be two and a half we say and he's batting he's throwing the ball down to him throwing a tennis ball making him get forward and his technique's just wonderful and I, I thought oh my god and then he said tim grab the bat let the little kid have a bolt here and i'm like laughing the little kid started bowling leg spin to me i was like shane wall was the big thing at the time the little lad is starting to bowl leg spin to me uh calling it calling the googly calling the top spinner i'm like now this you know we're playing with the tennis ball in the back in and on leaving back garden i thought i'm simply magically here today but you know, let's not get carried away. So then, as we used to play on a Saturday and Sunday, Jenny, the wife, used to bring the two lads down to the cricket club. He's getting to four and five now and he's bowling leg spin and it's within the nets and he's he's beating us with deliveries. You know, we're grown men and he's laughing because he actually knows the delivery. He's bowling and then he's playing with a bit older lads than him and he's timing the ball beautifully and I was just thinking, nah, this, you know, I've been around cricket for 40 years. this, this isn't, this isn't natural. This little boy's got special. So what happened? He played a couple of games for Redditch under 11s. He was six. So he's playing five years above him above himself and he's doing well. You know, it's amazing. He's probably about as tall as the stumps at the moment. Bowling leggies, Googlers, top sprinters. He's got the lot. And I, I thought, oh my God. So what what happened? Then the family moved away to Worcester when he was six and he got took on the county youngest boy ever to play for the county so i kept in touch with phil and i tried to phone up a couple of the bookmakers saying can i have a bet on this young boy playing for england there wasn't a lot of interest so i i let it go like you know and then i kept in touch with phil over the years because phil become the assistant coach for his age his age at the county Always saying how's he doing? He said, "Well, he's playing two and three years above himself at the county. We haven't got a leg, leg spinner at Worcestershire county now to teach him because they're few and far between, as you know. Ian, leg spinners mm. don't come about that often, do they? So there wasn't a coach. So Phil starts saying, 'Tim, he's now started to bowl seam and got him bowling seam, and he's growing. He's growing taller, and he's still batting well, and he's doing some marvellous things at the county for his age group.' So I kept in touch. And then one day I said to my two sons, "Come on, let's go over and let's go and visit Phil and Josh and see he's getting on at Omersley Cricket Club. And he's he's now eleven and he's shot up. He's getting tall. I'm watching him bowl and I'm watching him bat. Another said to his dad, Phil, I'm going to have a bet on. I'm going to bet on Josh to play for England. And Phil's not a gambling man. He's crack on, Tim. And I said, Phil, i you know I can't let this go. He you knows. So I got in touch with La- uh, Corals, Ladbrokes, and William Hill. And, Two of them offered like forty to one. I'm thinking, what forty to one for an eleven-year-old to play Test cricket? And Coddles offered me five hundred to one. So I thought, I will have a bit of this. Uh, I sent back to head office. I said, I think it was the day's where I sent a cheque. Sent a cheque for hundred pound. Got the betting slip back. Uh, you know, stamped uh, or you know a number on it, a, re- a number to confirm the bet. Kept looking at the bet, thinking, yeah, this is on, and then. As time went by, he broke into the Worcester team when he's 17 or 18. He's grown tall, quite lean then, and quite not well built. He's still a boy in a in a tall body, and he's bowling well, and he's doing well. He's got to the England Under 19 setup, so I'm thinking I've got a chance here. Uh, I think he went over to Australia when England were playing there six years ago. I heard he was with the setup, and he started bowling to the Net in the cuts and I, Cook in the nets, and I was, heard he was giving Cook all kinds of trouble. So he was then known to the uh, hierarchy. Um, And then he's had some terrible injuries. It's been dreadful. I mean, he's had shoulder injuries over the last five years. And then 12 months ago, he was thinking of calling it a day. He had had enough. And then I've been told by his dad, a hockey physio came to Worcester and found the problem in his shoulder, Botox. And he's obviously back strong and fit. He went on the... England Lions tour to Sri Lanka in the winter and he did well, got wickets and he's obviously on the radar then, he's came back he got uh, he played for Worcester against Sussex and got Steve Smith, the Australian captain out, LBW, got Pajada out, he's a big wicket taker, he takes big men out, and Amlar, he gets big wickets he goes for a few runs, but he's a wicket taker uh, and he's obviously the England Team selectors, he's on their radar. So they've called him into the um, test team. Last week, he was called into the test team. I was thinking, yeah, he might. We know we've got a lot of injuries at the moment. Robinson and uh, um, Jimmy Anderson. Joffre it, Archer's eight for the season. So there was injuries. And they called him in. And then I'm a cricket fan, but I think the team's picked on the Thursday morning at 10 o'clock. Someone's phoned me up, said, Timmy's playing. I said, this is Tuesday night. I said, you what? look at sky sports look at bbc sports and i sawed it Chong starts real and so obviously ran upstairs got the betting slip out the cupboard it had been there next to me passport for the last 14 years i thought i better check this slip that i wrote it and read it correctly and it's there and i thought oh my god and then people started people he knew i bet on him from a young age So then when I went to Worcester, I went to Worcester a few times, a few years back to watch him. His teammates start saying, is this the man who's bet on you? So it was known in Worcester Cricket Club that a bet had been put on him like. So, and then from Tuesday, it's absolutely gone mad. Uh, BBC, TalkSport, the Sun newspaper, just everyone has, you know, because they love the story. Because even though it's £50,000 to me, Of course it's a lovely amount uh, But I'm so happy for the family You know, this is This is a friend of mine for 35 years This is his son And I've seen the work that him and his wife Have put in to chase this boy Round England for the last 20 years So I can see You know, it's wonderful For the family And they're on the the pitch at Lords today When he got his cap from Jimmy Anderson And the whole family were there as well And I heard it's the first time ever they went in the team cuddle. The England team cuddle included his family. It's just, it's just a fairy tale, isn't it, Ian? You know, it's wonderful. You know, Tim, it's it's
0: it's a it's a hell of a story. I got to say, and and the way you told it um, is absolutely fantastic as well. Um, of course, we we know Brendan McCullum very well over here. He's uh, the coach yeah. over uh, over there, and uh, of course, he was actually part of this radio show for a while. Um, he, he's um, he's a terrific guy, and he'll encourage him. He'll give him every opportunity.
1: Oh, today they bowled him in short spells. He's bowling 90, 91 mile an hour today. He's a big, strong boy now. He's a he's not a boy; he's a man. The problem was when he first came in, he was six foot four and probably eleven stone, and he was still in a boy's body. And I kept saying to his dad, "He's going to because I'm a sportsman myself. He's going to have injuries because he's bowling ninety mile an hour, and his frame's not big enough." And obviously, during his injuries, he's gone in the gym and pumped up. And he's come, on the, he's come on the telly today. And I'm looking. This is a brute. This is now a brute of a man. You know, he's probably 14 and a half stone. I thought he was going to be broad field. He's twice as big as Stuart Broad. You know, he's just a bigger man altogether. And his action now is lovely. Quite, quite not caring in. Not a long run-up. And he's all in 91 mile an hour on a, on a placid Lord's pitch today. And they've used him well. Stokes has got him bowling. I don't know if you've seen the highlights, Ian. Stokes mm. has got him bowling attacking bouncers because I think they're looking at the long long term here that they're probably woods injured again. He can bowl 90. It's like right bowling 80 mile an hour, you know yourself, Ian. But 90 mm. mile an hour is a different world, isn't it? It, it, you know. it certainly is. You've got it to know where you're is, bowling it? Yeah, you do. Scary. Ninety scary. Eighty. Good players can play 80
0: can't they They can't hey, Tim, players. here's an an interesting thing uh the 16th of June um, first test at ashes test uh, at Edge Baston I would imagine uh, you might pop along um but uh, well, wouldn't I'm that be a story miles, if, I'm if, 10 if, it,
1: miles from Edge Baston I I live 10 miles from Edge so if he's if he's in the I don't know what's going to happen we got Broad to come back we got Robinson we got some top class bowlers uh I don't know. Hopefully, he didn't get a wicket today. Bold, fiery and hostile. Hopefully, they'll give him a good run out in the second innings because it looks like we're going to score about four or 500 against Ireland. And then it, they might give him a good opening open with him on the second innings to see if he can knock a few of these paddies over. Um, we'll see, won't we? It's, he's there in the squad, isn't he? It's a long series, mm. five, five matches, and we have got injuries. So let's not think Broad at four, uh, 36 and Anderson at 40 can go on forever they can't they've been wonderful but they can't go on forever can they
0: uh, They, can, they can, yeah they they can't you're right no, they, you're right tim i hey, tell us uh, just just uh just finally do you get many new zealanders through the cricketers arms pub and Redditch? do i get what do you mean new zealanders pop into the cricketers arms and Redditch? Uh,
1: no 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 we don't <laughs> new zealanders the only new zealanders who would ever come to Redditch would be the throw cricketers who come here and play in the uh, local leagues no they don't they don't come down there have a pub no it's it's a football pub Ed. even though it's called the cricketers arms this is a football pub uh, there was your... a cricket round what's my team what, what's the yep I'm Manchester United we're playing Manchester City in the FA Cup on Saturday and we're going to try and stop them doing the treble like we did to Liverpool in 1977 when I was a little kid um And my team's Worcestershire, one of your finest players ever used to play for us, Glenn Matlin-Turner. He was an absolute hero here for Worcestershire when I was a uh, growing up as a kid. Um, uh, Brilliant. Yeah, I'm an all-round sports fan. You know, I love sport. I'm a professional boxing master of ceremonies, so that's what I do as well as a hobby, apart from running the pub and different... We have different businesses going on, but I'm an absolute... Avid, I've been watching Test cricket since 1976, and for Josh Tong to make his debut at Lords, cricket people don't know that. If you pick anybody in the world and you say to them, "Where would you like to make your Test debut?" even New Zealand, Australia, they will say Lords cricket ground. Am I right, Ian?
0: You're absolutely right, Tim, and I'll tell you what, you're spot on. Um, and I tell you what, it's been an absolute pleasure to, to spend a quarter of an hour with you. And if I'm passing through, if I'm ever over there commentating uh, around the Edgebaston area, I am going to make it my business to visit you at uh, the, the pub in Redditch because we could have a good long chat, I promise you that, just you oh, and I. Ian,
1: I. could talk. I can talk to a man like you, I can tell. And you weren't a bad little keeper yourself, was you?
0: <laughs> oh, like, I had, had my moments.
1: Little, little, little tubby man, but he was a good keeper.
0: Oh, I'm I'm slightly bigger like than keeping, Tubby now. Was it like?
1: What was it keeping to Richard Hadley like it must have been marvelous?
0: It was like a dream. It was uh, it was pretty easy. It, you, was you know Sir, you, you, you is know it
1: you, Sir Richard? Have, do you have to call him Sir yep,
0: Richard so, now? I just call him I just call him Paddles. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, hey yeah, hey he um. It he? He, he was Tim. Hey thanks man. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and I'd love to catch up at some stage. Great story. Have a great come story. You're talk to Yep.
1: Get in touch, and you'll be more
0: than welcome in AirPod. Good on you, Tim. Thank you. Have a terrific evening, and enjoy the Ashes. Cheers, man. Thank you, Ian. Bye-bye.
1: Thank
0: you. Bye-bye.